this week from Geek This Week from GNC Weekend Review, powered by Geek News Central. With Black Friday and Cyber Monday behind us, Amazon wins big. Mark Zuckerberg is a no-show in London. Plus, do you remember the Sega Dreamcast? It's Friday, November 30th, 2018. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode four of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode, and please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find you can find it uh, to subscribe, excuse me, on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it, <clears throat> excuse me, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app, or also the podcast is on TuneIn, Spotify, or on Stitcher, excuse me, Stitcher. Also on the site is where the show notes are posted from each episode. It's posted every Friday evening. Please get connected with GNC Weekly on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Google Plus, excuse me, at GNC Weekly. I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, feedback, etc. at gncweekly at gmail.com. All right, let's jump in into the tech news. Also, the latest with the latest news from geeknewscentral.com from this past week. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day weekend, holiday, holiday weekend, excuse me, um, and enjoyed it, your festivities with your friends and family um, here in the U.S., um, I had a great Thanksgiving myself, um, Thanksgiving weekend, had the turkey, all the trimmings, and watched the, um, watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day, thank, bleh, <laughs> getting tongue-tied here, uh, again, getting tongue-tied, um, watched the, um, the, uh, the Macy's, Macy's Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day, okay, thanks, let's try this again, take two, Thanksgiving Day, uh, Parade and uh, the uh, Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving with Soupy and the gang with my with my daughter with my wife and, and my family. A lot of football games going on. Um, I didn't shop on Black Friday or on Cyber Monday. I wonder if uh, you know I didn't uh, didn't take part in that uh, craziness. <laughs> so I hope to get the. Uh, Hope to find some good deals uh, this coming um, holiday seasons, but I hope you all had a great um, holiday and hope and hope uh, if you got any deals um, or any did any shopping on Black Friday or on Saturday Monday, love to hear from you. Um, so please uh, email me at uh, gncweekly at gmail dot com. Um, now with Black Friday and Saturday Monday um, that has uh, come and gone. Uh, Amazon announced Cyber Monday was the company's single biggest shopping day in history. The company said the five days between Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday saw millions more orders than during the same time last year, with a total of 180 million items ordered. The Amazon Smart Plug was one of the best-selling products over the weekend and on Cyber Monday. The main reason for that it's only uh, it only cost uh, five dollars when paired with uh, any of Amazon Echo devices. And in other Cyber Monday, you either okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm getting so tongue tied right now. Oh boy. Okay. And in other Cyber Monday news, looks like Nintendo may might have capitalized on that because according to Adobe Analytics, the Switch was the best selling console for Cyber Monday. So reported on the website. 
uh, ubergizmo.com. Unfortunately, there wasn't any mention of how much sales the switch managed to generate during Cyber Monday or how many units were sold. Going back to Amazon for just a moment, and I did mention um, um, I mentioned uh, Amazon's Echo uh, on the Amazon's um, on the Amazon's blog. Um, they you can ask A L E X A where customers um, will be able to get Apple Music, uh, and he, customers will be able to ask A L E X A to play their favorite songs, artists, and albums, or any of the playlists made by Apple Music's editors from around the world, covering many activities and and moods. Uh, Apple Music on Amazon Echo will be available beginning the week of December 17th. Meanwhile, another news, and I know that a lot of folks nowadays are crying foul over the exorbitant fees and charges for their phone, TV, and internet service. I only have um, TV and internet, and it's a little pricey. Um, if it was me, I would just cut the cord, and and uh, you know, and I'm spending over close to two hundred dollars. Versus, I much rather prefer if it was me. But you know, my my daughter and my wife, my mother who lives with me, lives all live together. They want their TV and internet. So, you know, who am I to argue? <laughs> well, you're not going to like to hear this news. Um, if you are a Comcast note, Comcast customer has been reported over on TechDirt.com under the headline from $1.50 to $10 per month, how Comcast bogus fees are false advertising. And they're saying that uh, it's raising Comcast is raising it's raising its controversial controversial broadcast TV and regional sports network fees again on January 1st. With the to- typical total price going from $14.50 a month to $18.25 a month, the newly raised broadcast TV fee will be $10 a month, and the sports fee uh, will be $8.25. Excuse me, $8.25 a month. This was reported also via uh, Cord Cutter News. Um, the new fee sizes are confirmed in the Comcast price list for the Atlantic market. Atlanta market, excuse me. About a year ago, Comcast raised the broadcast TV fee TV fee from six dollars and fifty cents to eight dollars, and the sports fee from four dollars and fifty cents to six dollars and fifty cents. Not to be outdone, Comcast also is socking millions of its customers with a bevy of additional fees in the new year, including a wide variety of modem and cable box rental fees. So, with these fees going up with Comcast, excuse me, one second. So with these, uh, with the fees going up with Comcast, um, time will tell when other companies are going to follow suit. In video game news this week, remember the original Sony PlayStation was back, and on the Verge.com, there's a write-up about the PlayStation Classic. Um, it's a smaller version of the original PlayStation, but instead of playing the playing discs, uh, it has 20 games built in. It's a uh, it's a it's a high quality plug and play box that works seamlessly with modern televisions and it costs ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents or you know round up to uh, to one hundred uh, to one hundred dollars. Um, the review of it and the games that it comes with it is in the show notes for you to check out. Still going down memory lane. I think this is going to be I think we'll just direct Throwback Thursday. This is uh, Flashback Friday. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember the Sega Dreamcast from 20 years ago? Well, CNET.com has several staff writers reminiscing of the Sega Dreamcast that launched in Japan 20 years ago on November 27th, 1998. The system enjoyed a, a brief but memorable time in the limelight with some truly fantastic games uh, that they reported and a few features that would inspire future consoles. It was the first console, get this, the first console with built-in internet. So for me, back in the day, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, I had a Nintendo 64, and I must say I had every moment that I had, um, I was playing a lot of the games that are out there for the N64 and the one that I spent the most time, and I think a lot more than, than the other games, was uh, um, 007 GoldenEye. Good times indeed. And finally, wrapping up the video game news this week, and I know a lot of friends of mine whose kids play this game, Fortnite. Uh, Epic's, uh, Epic, games, pop, Epic Games' popular Battle Royale title now has 200 million registered players across the globe. It's a 60% surge compared to the 125 million players it had in June this, it had in June this year. One of the primary reasons of the popularity is the, fact, is the fact that the game is free to play. Just jump into some Google News this week. Now, if you're listening to this podcast in Canada, hello all. Hello to all of you in Canada, and if you have Google Assistant and want to have fun, have, want to have fun with the with your kids, um, AndroidCentral.com reported on Wednesday that Google Assistant is picking up a a few new family friendly family friendly experiences from popular game popular names like the Wiggles and CBC Kids News. Um, what uh, Google and I'm hoping I'm not triggering anyone's devices. I'm, if I am, I apologize. Um, the Wiggles, you can follow Emma on a fun, wiggly adventure as she travels through town to find friends to bring to her concert. Along the journey, kids can dance, play games, and listen to songs with the Wiggles. CBC Kids News, you can listen to the latest news stories relevant to Canadian kids by the CBC Kids News team. Just so CBC Kids News team, just say, okay, G. Play CBC Kids News for daily local, national, and international stories that are relevant to, that are relevant to Canadian kids. Call Santa. Um, Google Assistant can connect families to North Pole, where Santa is busy um, rehearsing for a musical concert. Just so, just say okay. G. I'm just making sure no, making sure my Google device doesn't go off. <laughs> just say okay. G. Call Santa. Get in touch with. St. Nick. Um, Buki Audio, Buki Audio, if I'm mispronouncing this name, I apologize. Um, Buki, B-O-U-K-L-I-I Audio. Uh, it's an interactive activity that tests listening and comprehension of stories on animals, nutrition, music, travels, and a lot of other captivating subjects, all in French. All of these features should be available to use now. So I'll have a link up in the I'll have a link up in the show notes for you to check out about that. Also, in the, also linking in the show notes an update from Google Maps, where for those who for those for those who take um, public transport but would still like to share their ETA with others, others, um, Google has announced that ETA sharing feature will now work with public transportation for buses and trains. This will this won't just include the journey of bus or train. 
but it will also include the time it might take you to walk from one station to the other. In the event you need to interchange or walking from the station to the destination, so good on Google for this update. Finally, in Google News, CEO Sundar Pichai is scheduled to appear on December 5th before the House Judiciary Committee to dispel any ideas of bias in its all-powerful search algorithms, according to the Washington Post. In August, President Trump, Donald Trump, excuse me, that Google's search results are quote-unquote rigged and that the search giant is quote-unquote suppressing voices of conservatives. As evidence, he said that Google promoted President Obama's State of the Union address, but ignored his own. Google strongly denied those claims, saying that it did promote Trump's saying that it did promote Trump's first State of the Union address as well as Obama's. Trump apparently mixed that up with his first address to Congress, and Google noted that it promoted neither Trump nor Obama's first congressional speeches. And speaking of CEOs testifying before committees and uh, fake news. I did mention on last week's podcast that Mark Zuckerberg refuses to testify in front of Parliament in the UK. It was reported yesterday over on on BBC.com where the headline reads, MPs fury over Mark Zuckerberg no-show. The Digital Cultural Media and Sport Committee is part of unprecedented international inquiry into disinformation and fake news. Richard Allen, Facebook's vice president of policy solutions, appeared in Mr. Zuckerberg's place. He said he took responsibility for deciding who had appeared at which committee. The session was attended by parliamentarians from Argentina, 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 Argentina. Okay, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm making sure I'm pronouncing, pronouncing names correctly and Argentina. Okay, <laughs> Belgium, Brazil, Canada. France, Ireland, Latvia, and Singapore, and Singapore, as well as members of the of the uh, UK's uh, committee, there were many questions that were posed to Mr. Allen, and just like Mark Zuckerberg, who testified not one, not two, not at one, but also two committee U.S. Um, committees, uh, he had partial answer partial answers and said to the committee on. Um, on other questions that they had that Facebook would get back to them. Incredible. Just, can't Facebook just come with answers instead of leaving people in the dark? Also, I mentioned last week that Samsung is coming out with a foldable phone. Now there's Oppo. A Chinese smartphone maker has said that it will reveal, about, reveal more about its foldable smartphone plans at MWC 2019. Um, Oppo reportedly told some reportedly told some of the news outlets that it recently took on a tour of its headquarters that will have to that it will have more to share about its foldable smartphone plans at MWC 2019. The Mobile World Congress takes place um, February 25th, 28, 25th to the 28th next year, 2019, in Barcelona, Spain. The company is not saying firmly that they will have the device at MWC 2019 or not, but the company does have patents on multiple foldable designs, so it's clear that it has been thinking about this form factor like Samsung and Huawei. So yet another company coming out with a foldable phone. And I mentioned that the last week's episode on a foldable phone where Samsung's foldable phone, I think I believe I said it was Galaxy F, I believe. And it reportedly the cost was $1,700. And again, my question again is... <laughs> 
<laughs> one, would you buy a foldable phone? And two, would you spend over $1,700 for a phone, foldable or, or foldable or not? I would love to hear from you. So please um, email me at, at uh, gncweekly at gmail.com. Over on geeknewscentral.com and on the podcast, Todd, uh, Todd Cochran talked about the numerous stories about MoviePass and Simia. Well, Simia recently came under fire for charging a $1.80 processing fee when its customers purchase movie tickets in advance. Um, over on lifehacker.com, there's a report from, from yesterday where it's uh, that will have been uh, November 30th, where it's offering a new option to avoid all fees. With the reintroduction of physical debit cards, with the new cards, you can purchase movies at the box office on the day of showtime or online on a theater's website. The card is not free. Uh, Yes, with the Simeon debit card, you will be able to avoid fees when you book tickets. That said, you won't be exactly be avoiding fees altogether. The card itself has a pretty substantial fee associated with it, $14.99. For someone that is giving that Simia account a bit of a workout, that $14.99 fee might be a savings, but for people on one movie, one movie a month plan or similar, that saving is significantly less. So if you want to take a chance with Simia, details about this new offer is up in the show notes. A few months ago, I went to my local local Dunkin' Donuts. Let's try this one more time. Three times real fast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a few months ago, I went to my local Dunkin' Donuts near me, and I saw this huge this huge SUV pull up. The person parked, got out, and a floorboard, it was like a, um, it's a long, um, I guess a floorboard or plate opened below him, so he, so he could, that slid down, and he can step down to the pavement away from the SUV. So, with that in mind, I saw this over on Engadget.com, they reported that, um, it's it's quoted title, Lincoln's 2020 Aviator SUV kneels to greet its driver. It's priced at $70,000. And among its heavily laden features, there is a, an assistive feature where it will lower its, it will lower its suspen- suspension to accommodate drivers, allowing them to step up a shorter distance, enter the vehicle, cab, or easily or more easily load cargo into the reader. There's a lot more to check out on this SUV SUV. And I will have a link in the show notes. On Geek also again on uh, on geeknewscentral.com and on the podcast, Todd um, helps out listeners on how to save money on electronics, help help with productivity tools and so on. Here at GNCWIR, it's no exception. We're over on theverge.com. There's an article on how to detox your phone. And when I saw the um, on how to detox from your phone, um, and I'm going into the uh, the site right now as we speak. Um, there's different apps for um, uh, there's different apps on how on your iPhone and on your um, Android device, and I know with the um, I know with the iPhone. Uh, I believe there is a there's an app where I'm going to look into this really quick. Okay, just give me a couple seconds so I can pull this up. Okay, um, there's a um, 
uh, there was a new feature and it's in its, in its uh, in iOS 12 update. It's called Screen Time, where it gives you um, data about about your iPhone and iPad usage. Uh, it breaks down the time you spend on each individual app on the device. There's also app limits where you can set a daily amount, daily allotment of time, particular app. Once the time runs out, um, it'll gray out the um, the iOS will gray out the icon and um, display a banner telling you you've reached your time limit. On Android, um, there's an app um, that just came out recently, um, similar to Screen Time. It's called Digital Wellbeing. I have it on my um, Google Pixel Two, um, and uh, the uh, it's pretty convenient and does uh, help on the apps that I use. And there's timers and things of that nature. Um, there's an, also an app on Android called um, uh, CMPO. Uh, so there's uh, this article up on um, on theverge.com has some tips on how you can um, spend less time on your smartphone. There's some people easier said than not because I know with me, um, I'm on my on my phone, you know, every day. Well, every day, and you know, checking Facebook and email and other apps. So it's it's uh, you know. Easier said than done, but but there are apps that are available that um, that can uh, that can help you limit your time uh, on your smartphone. Um, now, also there is a also I found this over on um, makeuseof.com. There's a great article about the minimalist apps you can install on your Android smartphone, which I'm going to bookmark um, because I'm looking for. Um, uh, I'm looking for um, a phone for my mom, and um, I'm looking for um, uh, the apps have like phone call, uh, phone calls, Android messages. Um, there's a few others that I, that I saw, um, and I would love to uh, uh, love to hear from the anyone out there in the um, in the uh, GNC WIR community that can point me on what Android. Um, uh, what I should get for. I'd love to hear from you. Um, there's uh, different Android phones out there. I just want to get something that with a big screen, there's a lot out there. Um, I'm a fami- familiar with a few, but um, if you can point me on what uh, Android phone, smartphone I should get for, I would love to hear from you. Um, so please email me at gncweekly at gmail.com. Now the holiday season is now upon us and over on makeusub.com there's seven entertaining christmas apps for kids and for kids and some are available for ios and i believe i thought i had the other article up okay there we go all right so there is um christmas countdown christmas coloring there's christmas songs uh christmas cards animation christmas fun um, yes, pass, um, pets Christmas. Oh, the, um, Christmas fun is available on Android and iOS. Um, yes, pets Christmas, um, is on Android and iOS message from Santa on Android and iOS. Um, so there's the, so there's seven, um, Christmas apps for kids for Android. And a couple of them that I just mentioned are for, <clears throat> uh, for I, uh, for Apple or excuse me, iOS. On this podcast, um, I like to dive into the uh, tech news of the week, uh, latest stories, what's going on over the past week from Monday through Friday, 
And I'm going to add a new segment here on this podcast, and that's what's trending this week. And over on YouTube this week, which has been in the top five, up and down in the top five all week, and with 2.7 million likes and 17,342,356 views, there is on Ariana Grande's video, Thank You, Next. So... I have the, uh, the video up on the show notes you can check out. Um, so I'd like to find out what's going on to be trending next week on YouTube or any other social media like Twitter, please tune in next week. And finally this week on this Flashback Friday, remember the flapping bass slapped on like on like a trophy mount and that wooden back? Well, there's an, there is an A-L-E-X-A enabled Big Mouth Billy Bass, which is now available at Amazon for forty dollars, and when I found it, <laughs> when I found the, when I went on the Amazon description page, which I found pretty funny, um, it says, <laughs> "Big Mouth Billy Bass is back and better than ever. Everyone's favorite talking and singing fish is now programmed to respond to A L E X A voice commands. You can pair." Big Mouth Billy Bass with your preferred device in the Echo family and let the fun begin. Response to A-L-E-X-A voice commands. Link and <laughs> lip syncs with A-L-E-X-A spoken responses. <laughs> so the um, so if you're looking for a <laughs> So if you're looking for a Christmas present to buy for someone, why not me? <laughs> not so much, but um, excuse me one second. I thought that was pretty funny. I and I when I saw this and I and I saw the uh, TV commercials for it, um, and I don't know if anyone that I know of purchased one over the years, but <laughs> there's a little bit of um, there's a little bit of. Um, Nostalgia, so to speak. <laughs> so, so if you are um, interested in buying the um, purchasing the Big Mouth Billy Bass, and you want uh, the Amazon Assistant A L E X A to <laughs> to to uh, sync up <laughs> with that fish, <laughs> it's you can you can order it on Amazon for um, forty dollars. Good deal. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please, if you're not done so already, please subscribe on either uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or you're on your favorite podcast app. Um, via uh, My podcast app of choice is Podcast Addict. Um, they're not a sponsor or anything, but um, I love listening. I, I enjoy the app. It's um, very easy to use, navigate, etc. So so my my choice um, is um, Podcast Addict. If you have any questions or comments or feedback, I'd uh, love to hear from you um, from today's episode. Uh, my email address is gncweekly at gmail.com. Again, follows us. Follow me. Follow the uh, podcast on social media, be it um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google Plus at GNC Weekly. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you all soon on the next episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. I will talk to you all soon.